The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Dear, and call me a town car. Yes, Thank you so much. This, Tody, this yeah, I almost forgot I, about you. Wait, no, I totally forgot about you. No problem. How long was that flight? Seriously. Do you, um. Do, do you want to share a cab to your sisters? Oh. Um. Well, actually, I'm not going to Tessa's. Yeah, I'm going to my hotel, so you're not going to my hotel, so it totally wouldn't make sense to share a car together, so... Of course. Yeah, um, sorry. But I will see you there, right? Oh, sweetie, of course you will. Everyone will see me. Well, uh, of course. I, There's I, I my car. Mean... Bye, Tony. Bye. Taxi. like I've eaten every piece of cake in the world. Relax. We're almost done. And then you can pick your favorite. Favorite? I now hate all cake. Why are we even getting one? I'm not going to eat any. It's tradition. Your guests will eat it. I have to go to order today. (laughs) Otherwise, you will get a sheet cake from the store, and Chloe will have a coronary. Mm-mm. Maybe you'll get one of those special cakes that says happy weeding underneath that Jif and Tisa on it. <laughs> Don't even joke about that. But I have to. It's picturing the expression on your face that's giving me joy and a reason to stand up and walk again. <laughs> Can't we go with chocolate and leave it at that? Oh, just for the love of God and all that is holy, do not get mango. Mango cake and fondant ice and tastes like perfume and plastic. Carlos's mama gave that dear gift to us on our wedding. Luckily, it was so hot that day that the entire cake melted and all we were left with was the crystal swans that were supposed to go on top of the damn thing. We had wedding ice cream. Of course, it was more like soup by the time we got it. Oh, God, that's horrible. That ain't nothing, sugar. The catered food was still frozen in the middle. The only thing that was served was the tray of shrimp, and that's because they were still frozen. I swear people were putting those poor little fish into their drinks because they weren't any more rice. <laughs> but how could they drink it? Darling, when you're in an outdoor picnic and it's 104 degrees and there ain't no shade around for three miles, you're going to drink anything as long as it's got a chill to it. Maya, come on, it couldn't have been that bad. Oh, wait until Carlos and the boys get back from the tailors. He'll tell you all about it. 
We had to run out to the Piggly Wiggly and get 14 trays of mac and cheese just so people could have an entree of some kind. And that was just the reception. The actual ceremony made that look like a gala event. <laughs> what happened? Let me preface this by saying, Carlos did not have the brightest of friends. The tailor who made the groomsmen's suits had the name switched around. Now, you'd think that the guys would be smart enough to put on the suit that fits them, but... Oh no. They put on the suit that had their name on it, regardless of how it looked. So, we had some with sleeves down to their knees, and others that looked like they were wearing t-shirts. <laughs> oh my god. Are you serious? As a plague. The bridesmaids' dresses were orange, and I'm not talking like some cute orange. I'm talking like the ugliest 70s shag carpeting orange you can imagine. Instead of the peach that they were supposed to be, and they weren't even finished, and the sleeves were being held on by safety pins, and the hems were coming undone. It was awful. Plus, I'm pretty sure the preacher was drunk, because at the reception he stripped down to a speedo and plunged into the pool. Of course, it was hot. I am so sorry. Sweetheart, that was the best day of my life. I believe it. Oh, um, by the way, everyone, I'm sorry for the ruckus last night. Ruckus? God. Man, I'm starting to talk like you. It's a gift. And besides, Tess Darling, it's natural to have little tiffs before the wedding. A tiff, yes, but last night was more... I'll get it. I need a break. Oh, oh Jesus! Oh, there is only one asshole who is that impatient. Hello, Duke! Gonna leave your family standing out here in the cold all night? Nope. Just you. Tessa. Hi, Gwen. Oh, look at you. Don't you just look as pretty as a new soda fountain. You always knew how to turn a phrase. Where's this man of yours? Where I come from, the groom meets the family as they arrive. Really? Where do you come from, Duke? 19th century Victorian England? Oh, may you take your coat and top hat? Might I offer you a spot of tea? Smartass. How does any man fuck you without putting a muzzle on you first? Duke, such language. That is no way to talk to your sister. No, it's alright. It's kind of the way we say hello. Jeff's upstairs sleeping. He had a couple of rough nights. Nightmares. You don't give everyone nightmares, it's beyond me. Duke! Let it the fuck go. Oh my. Duke, is this going to be continuous the whole week? <sighs> Fine. Where's Robert and Abby? Oh, so you know they're not dead. Who do you think helped them get dead? Nice. I guess working for the feds has some perks. Abby told me a lot of things when I called about the wedding. So, you know? Yeah, I know. Wondered why we always seem to butt heads. <laughs> Guess it's because we each wanted to be on top. Well, thank you for starting your own pack because I couldn't stand it if you were in mine. No offense, Gwen. None taken, sugar. So, where are they? Well, they went to drop off my dress for last minute alterations. Well, honey, why didn't you go? Because I have cake to contend with. Come into the kitchen and have some. Please, dear God, have some. Duke, for fuck's sake, drink some alcohol so I can stand you. I'm going upstairs to check on Jeff. Hello, beautiful. Hi. Did you sleep? I did. Some. 
Do you feel better? Yeah. I just needed some rest. Good. By the way, uh, my brother Duke showed up, and he's an ass, so yeah, fair warning. Okay. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go through with this? Of course I do. Then what? I don't know. Something's just been bugging me. Telling me in the back of my head that this might be a bad idea. And I don't know why. Sounds like cold feet. <laughs> You're probably right. Do you want me to help warm them up? Uh, not right now. W what? I'll... I'll meet you downstairs. Oh. Okay. Seeing a few. What the hell is wrong with me? I do not have time for this right now. Hi, Miss Woodsman. You may not remember no, me. No, no, Todd Green. My sister's old shadow, I remember. Thanks for having me. Already, you're an improvement on your friends. Up the stairs. To the right, second door on your left. You're all bunking together. I hope that's okay. Oh, sure. That's fine with me. Um, by the way, I ran into your sister on the plane. She left for her hotel as soon as we landed. Thought you'd want to know she's alright. Thanks for the warning. What? Never mind. Once you're settled in, come to the kitchen. We're having cake. Wonderful. I love cake. You're in the minority. No, I think it's a lovely dress. Just maybe a little much. Tessa was never one for fancy things. What do you mean, fancy? We took off all the lace and the beading and bows and stuff, and it's just a white dress now. Floor length and shiny, with one of those scratchy things underneath. Petticoat! I'm not saying she won't look good in it. Just saying, it doesn't exactly look like Tessa. Hi. Walked in about a minute ago. Tessa! Huh. Didn't see you walk in and... Uh... No, please. Have your conversation about me, in front of me, without me. Didn't hear you two arrive. Through the garage. Something wrong, darling? I'm worried about Jeff. He's... It's like he's right in front of me, but he's 10,000 miles away, like he's looking right through me. Oh, hon. Oh, sweetie, don't cry. I'm not. Damn it, I'm not. You want me to go talk to him? No, God, please, don't. I don't want a big scene over cold feet. That's fine. I'll go like a fire under his ass. Duke! Tessa, you know your brother. There's not a force on this planet that'll stop him now. You stay here with your friends. We'll wait in the hall for damage control. Tessa, here. Chloe, I don't want cake or ice cream or cheese fries. I know. Have this. A steak? I love you. 
I said I'd be down in a minute. Well, I couldn't wait that long, sweetheart. Let me guess. Duke, right? You're not as dumb as you look. I don't know how things are done wherever the fuck you come from. But when the family of the bride shows up, the groom is downstairs to meet him. Where I'm from, the brother of the bride doesn't come upstairs to chew out the groom in his bedroom. It would be considered rude. That's fascinating. You've upset my sister. Now I'm here to ask you what the fuck your problem is. None of your business. Oh, I think it is. Is I want to make sure she isn't marrying an intellectual deviant cockwa with an attitude problem. I deal with shitheads like you all the time. So we can do this the easy way, where you tell me what the hell is wrong with you, or the hard way, where I beat the crap out of you. Heh. <laughs> Think you could keep up? <sighs> Look, I know you're new to the whole alpha dog thing, so I'm going to give you a little free advice. Don't get into a dick-swinging contest when you're clearly outclassed. I can fuck you up the ass from across the room, pup. Fine. That's what I thought. So what's your damage? I've been a dick. Nah, you think? I mean, having these dreams, nightmares, they're messing me up. Making me think that I shouldn't marry Tessa. Every time I look at her, I start feeling angry, violent, right? The rage, but it, it's weird because it doesn't feel like my rage. Okay. You're either being intentionally vague, or you want me to hit you. I really can't explain it any better than that. I'm only going to say this once. Not marrying Tessa would be a very bad idea. And the only way you'd get out of it is if you're dead. So, if you'd like to take that option, I'd be happy to oblige. You can't just toss this around. Not when you are what we are. Break my sister's heart. And I break your neck. Are we clear? You're an asshole. I'm a protective asshole. You know it's my job to disapprove of the groom. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to hold you accountable. You have a few bad dreams, and suddenly you want to run away and cry for mommy. Well, tough shit. It's time to be an adult. So nut up or shut up. Jeff, I think your parents just turned into the drive. This is just what I don't need right now. I'll show myself out. Not a single word for years. Everett, you know that's not true. Waylon has sent us a Christmas card every year and called me every Sunday. Yes, he called you every Sunday, and now suddenly he's getting married? Oh, where would the lovely bride be? Oh, that's me. Oh, I'm Tessa. You're Tessa? I'm so pleased to meet you. I'm Fiona. This is Everett. Well, stand back. Turn round. Let's have a look at you. Uh, okay. Mom, she's not on display. We flew six hours to get here. The least you could do is say hello. Thanks for coming, Everett. All right, now don't you two start up. I'm determined that this will be a nice family week. 
This dear creature, oh, she deserves a beautiful wedding. Oh, Waylon, she's perfect. I wouldn't go that far. You've barely met the girl. Please, Fiona, do not embarrass Everett, you will behave yourself, or else you will go right back on that plane. Do you understand me? <sighs> All right now, Waylon, our thing's over here. Wonderful choice, dear. She looks to have excellent birth and hips. Mom! Well, I can tell you right now. She's a darn sight improvement over the rest of the women you've kept company oh with. Oh my god. Skinny little toothpicks. What a scrap of me on them. This one looks like she could carry many grandchildren. Um, thanks? Oh dear, Waylon. Now, go show your father up to our room while Tess and I get to know one another. I'm not sure that's a Don't good idea. Tell I- me, dear. How many brothers and sisters do you have? Um, the middle child. Five. Five. Oh, bless. Five, is it? Oh, fantastic. It's wonderful. (laughs) Do you like cake? I may not survive this week. Follow me. Oh, believe me, I thought about it. And I wasn't even sure I was going to get any research done while we were here. But I'm fairly certain I'll have enough material to finish off my thesis. That's great, Lewis. Has he been like that the whole time? Not the whole time. Occasionally, it eats and sleeps. Would you two mind? I'm trying to finish my mantra. Let's go downstairs. Apparently there's cake. I'm with you. (sighs) Finally. How I can remain in tune with the spirit world, with those two plebes running around, is beyond my comprehension. Oh, oh, what? What exactly did you do? Um, my dear woman, you will have to be more clear. I have no idea what you are talking about. Don't play games with me. There were no spirits here before. I made sure of that. So, what exactly did you unleash in this house? Nonsense. The spirits were always here. They only lacked the proper conduit to join us here from the other side. Listen to me, you pale vampire reject! You can drop the act, because you can't fool me. I invented this act. You are going to tell me what you said, how you said it, and what you did! Down to every last possible detail. Whoa, 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 look, look! I was just... It was... It was only a basic summoning ceremony. To to help Lewis. I was just... Here. It's right here in my journal. This is what you did. Yeah, that's all. That's all. You idiot. Do you even understand Latin? I got the basic gist of it. (laughs) Opening the door to the spirit world without asking for anything in particular, or even a guard against anything malicious, is just inviting trouble. Now, we're all potentially in danger unless I can figure out a way to get them to go back. And you, you are going to help me. 
And then you are never going to play with fire again! You understand? Y yes, 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 ma'am. I'm so glad the others went off to bed. Gives us more time together. Mm hmm. The chocolate with the almond filling would be a good choice. That is, unless <laughs> anyone's allergic to almonds. <laughs> uh huh. What's wrong, dear? You seem distracted. Oh. Uh. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Chocolate. Almond. Good. Do I sense a bit of cold feet? Not for me. Ah. My boy giving you a bit of heartache, is he? No. No. Nothing like that. Well. At least not any more than I can handle. Tessa. Don't you worry. Don't you worry, dear. Waylon may need a bit of pushing in the right direction, but you'll get the hang of it. Just, just love him. Just love him. And be firm with him. It's all it ever takes, you know? I'm going to do my best to make him happy. Because that's what he deserves. Half the time I don't know what I'm doing or what I'm saying, and he sticks by me. I owe him so much, and he asks for so little. I can't imagine a day when I wake up in the morning and he's not there. I miss him when he walks out of the room. And when he walks back in, it's like I'm home. I used to think that nothing was beautiful, least of all me. But every time he sees me or looks at me, or talks to me, he always starts it by opening up his mouth and saying, Hello, beautiful. Jeff, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. I know, I know. I'm so sorry. I understand if you don't want to get married. We don't have to get married. It's not a requirement. We, we've got all these people here. We can just throw a party. Shh. I'm sorry. I never wanted to make you feel like this. You are the only person I ever want to marry. And I'll spend the rest of my life making up for this week. Okay? You don't... <laughs> you don't... You don't have... Shh, 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 shh. Let's go to bed. Night, Mom. Oh, that's my boy. Oh, tiny boy. La -da -la -da 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 -da. Once Upon a Time in Vegas, Episode 33, Cold Feet. Featuring the voice talents of Jesse Moore as Princess, Tom Stitzer as Todd and Lewis, Mark Zaracor as the Porter, Renee Christine Jones as Tessa, Kristen Bays as Maya, Alicia Lane Matheson as Chloe, Susan Bridges as Terry, Dark Wolf as Duke, Andrea Fontenot as Gwen, Marley Norton as Abby, Jeremiah McCoy as Robert, David Alt as Jeff, M. Ciro Garcia as Maria and Fiona, and Richard Casto as Everett. Original music composed by Kevin McLeod. Script edited by Chris Britton. 
Once Upon a Time in Vegas was written by Alicia Lane Matheson and Renee Christine Jones, based on an original work of fiction of the same name by Renee Christine Jones and Alicia Lane Matheson. Once Upon a Time in Vegas is copyright Pendant Productions 2010. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.